Hello and welcome to the UK Gamers Podcast. Well, I've got a lot to talk about here. Let's get some news out the way. Well, first of all, I've just returned from the first games convention I've been to in many a year, if you exclude the local one I go to. And that was the UK Gamers Expo, the 10th anniversary one. It was a pretty good show, I have to say. I enjoyed myself. I uh, spent most of Friday, day one for me, uh, wandering around the main hall, looking at trade stands, uh, working out which demo games I wanted to play. Then Saturday, I uh, actually managed to get in nice and early, played a few demo games, then retired to the Hilton Hotel and just played board games pretty much for the rest of the day, and then up early Sunday to return home. While I was there, I uh, got to see a few kind of gaming personalities, saw Sam Healy three, four, maybe five times. Never saw Tom or any of the other Dice Tower guys, uh, I believe more than just Sam and Tom were over. Uh, managed to see Eric Lang a few times, which was quite interesting having... Uh, seen a couple of posts on Twitter on the Thursday where he was, uh, or was it Wednesday, where he was struggling to actually get from France to the UK. And also, as a bit of a surprise to me, I was walking down some random corridor and I was like, I'm sure that was Rainer Knitsu just walked past me. And sure enough, it was. Anyway, uh, games that I played, well, um, the key ones that stood out for me were Alchemist. I haven't actually played it, so it was great to get a first play of it. A pretty good game. I would happily play again, uh, but I prefer it without the app, which is the way we played it. I just don't really want computers and tablets and phones involved in my board gaming, so really pleased that they managed to bring out a game that could use an app, but could also be played without that technology. Also played a lot of Pandemic Legacy, where we got punched in the face. I won't really talk about it too much. Let's just say June and July didn't go so well. Uh, I believe we've still got a game in July to play. Um, Possibly August, I can't remember now. It was very late at night. Um, We kind of stayed up till one most nights uh, playing games. Uh, We did also get some demo games, as I mentioned. Uh, Very excited by the new Pandemic the one with more Cthulhu than normal. Uh, That was really good. Uh, You could see the legacy of Pandemic in there. Uh, But, of course, it's different enough that if you've got Pandemic, you would be tempted to still add this to your collection. Um, So, yeah, definitely one I will be looking at picking up when it becomes available. I also really enjoyed Nine Worlds. That was a nice, fun little sort of area control game. Um... I would have been tempted to pre-order it if I wasn't on such a tight financial budget. Uh, Also got to play Zia, nice fun little game. Um, The one thing I would say that you've got to watch out with that one is we did play a game back in the hotel, and I think it lasted about two hours, so it did take quite a while, and did take quite a bit of thinking of, okay, how am I going to do that? Let's just draw cards to try and get the card I need to deal with what they've got. Uh, I'm glad to say I managed to turtle up, get a lot of life, survived the storm of attacks that came my way and despite my opponent gaining control from me I was able to re-establish my own control and finish them off before they managed to kill me Um, but yeah that was a epic battle which went on way longer than we were expecting for a little card game so you know if you pick up two packs for 10 quid each I think they were so about 20 pounds you too can play a nice little fun kind of Magic the Gathering style game that can last anywhere from 30 minutes to two hours what else did I do? Yeah, I managed to tour around various uh, stalls. I did pick up Hero Quest Glorantha and Lust After the 7th edition of Call of Cthulhu. I swung by D101 Games and was very upset that I couldn't afford to buy a couple of books they had on sale there, which really caught my eye. 
uh, Plastic Soldier Company, they had a great stand as well. Um, very uh, keen to see more about this Battle of Britain game, which is TSR's Richard Borg game being revamped, so that looks very interesting. Uh, what else did we have? Star Trek Frontiers. Really wanted a demo game of that, just could never get to the table to play it. Uh, it's similarly, my friend has yet to play Blood Rage, was trying to get him a demo game of that, but never seemed to be free whenever we were walking past it. Airfix Battles seem to be uh, very popular with the traders. Again, if I'd had the money, I would have been tempted to pick that up. That looked very interesting. Uh, Oathsworn Minis, they had a lovely little stand with some very interesting looking figures coming soon. Uh, so watch that space. Uh, it was nice having a quick chat with them and congratulating them on their Heroines in Sensible Armour Kickstarter, which uh, I'd received just before going to the show looked great. Uh, Otherworld had a great stand, uh, again showing off their wonderful classic D&D figures and of course they'd also done the 10 year anniversary miniature that you could pick up from the UK Expo stand, so um, having made a beeline for Otherworld I had to then run back to the UK Expo stand to pick up uh, one of the limited print figures, and it's a great little figure so I hope uh, you managed to pick it up if you were interested in it. Mantic were there as well, and I really enjoyed my little chat there with Ronnie. Thank you for taking the time to speak to me, even though you were in the middle of eating, so apologies for that. And uh, Mantic are a great little company. I know they picked up a bit of a uh, stick for some recent Kickstarter issues, but I've got a lot of time for Mantic, and I'm really looking forward to hearing more about the new version of Warpath, maybe giving the new Dead Zone version 2 a tryout, and really excited for my new hopefully corrected adventurous companion turning up hopefully sooner rather than later ronnie gonna come and uh, have a chat with you if you lied to me anyway yeah um look to the postman sooner rather than later on that front so really pleased for that dungeon saga is a great little game in fact um i need to consider getting that down to the local game store and actually having a game of it um we've played the first two scenarios which uh the rather rubbishy introductory one was it into the east and into the west uh, obviously the main stuff starts with the next adventure so really looking forward to that uh was there anything else no i i think that pretty much covered it so yeah in general the uk expo was good um if i was to go next time i would probably investigate more of the events that they run uh, to take part in because uh, there was a couple of role-playing sessions i was really keen on attending but you had to pre-book them and they were all fully booked by the time i found out about them some of them also had a cost associated with them etc etc so make sure if you're going to uk expo you do plan up front it's well worth going to the hilton if you can it's going to cost you a bit more money but that way you can have a drink you can walk and if all the gaming rooms are tied up like they were on saturday luckily you was able to get a seat um yeah you can always retire to your room to play games there anyway uh other news that i found very interesting which i discovered over the weekend obviously the new version of war machine and hordes uh privateer press made several announcements about this but uh, i hadn't really been paying too much attention having walked away from war machine a few years back very excited by this news um they've increased the points a bit to give them more granularity and they've done some rebalancing some abilities have been merged and the cards have been updated it looks really good and i must admit i did enjoy playing war machine and hordes in particular hordes is it enough to tempt me back well maybe maybe talking of other new things though uh managed to pick up 
an airbrush, which is why I'm starting to look at miniature games again. Um, I got a bit burnt out on painting, uh, but the airbrush has re-excited me in particular because I'm starting to try and get a game of Kingdom Death going. And uh, I'm not a fan of playing with unpainted miniatures. Now, base-coated miniatures I can just about get away with. Um, but uh, there you go. Right, I think that will probably cover it for news and some developments. However, I want to talk a little bit about Board Game Geek. So uh, let's get cracking with that. Okay, Board Game Geek then. For the benefit of those of you who have no idea what I'm talking about, it's a website uh, founded in about 2000 specifically at first designed for the euro game um, market so the german board games uh, however it's grown in scope and it is probably one of the go-to resources for gamers uh, on the internet these days in particular if you're in the board gaming segment uh, it does have a video game geek section and a rpg geek section however the primary focus is the board gaming thing which includes more gaming uh, stuff like 40k war machine etc now I've been a big user of uh, Board Game Geek. In fact, I'd say I'd go more than that. I've been a contributor, uploading pictures, creating geek lists, forum posts, podcasts, videos, uh, reviews. Um, so I really feel I've engaged with the community and got involved on Board Game Geek. Uh, I even set up a little blog on, on there as well. However, having said how wonderful Board Game Geek is and how essential it is, they have managed to really really upset me to such a degree I no longer feel I can support them in fact to such a degree I've actually had my account on Board Game Geek deleted now when you do that that strips away all your pictures all your geek lists all your forum posts your reviews any files you've uploaded so it's a pretty drastic step so you've got to be pretty sure you want to do it and it's pretty much impossible to restore it after the fact in fact, when I asked them to delete my account, I got an email saying, are you sure you wish to do this? Do you want us to do this instead? Please bear in mind, this is a kind of one-way process. I thought about it for about two, three days and went, no, just do it. Why have I taken this step, you might be thinking. And in fact, when I explain it, you might still be thinking that, and that's a perfectly valid opinion. For several reasons. Uh, if you've ever been to Board Game Geek, you'll be aware it's not the prettiest website. It's very stark, kind of blue and white, old school website. Now I particularly actually quite like that. I find it very readable, very useful, and I don't mind it having initially, when I first went there, going, hmm, this is a bit ugly. The reason I grew to love it was, despite being a little bit ugly, it was brilliant of uh, a format for form and function. All the information you needed on a game, for example, when you went to the game page was there. When it was released, who designed it, how big it was, how much it weighed, how complex it was, were there any expansions for it, was it a re-implementation of a previous game, has it been re-implemented in a new game, etc, etc. You'd also have videos, files, forum posts, pictures, all there, nice and ready, up front and centre. And although it's a lot of information and for some people quite hard to take all that on board, everything was there and also it was very customizable. Now I didn't particularly take advantage of that, but I liked the fact it was there. Really, really impressive design, very functional. However, the back-end system was struggling and it was ugly. So for several years now, the Board Game Geek guys have been looking at trying to fix this. And I don't have a problem with that fixing your database I can get behind 
tweaking your look and feel a little bit dangerous uh, you get a lot of muscle memory when you use websites in fact they actually moved the logout button and it took me about an hour or two to kind of get used to where that new logout option was I was like where's it gone it's moved so when they released the new design I was not very impressed now initially to be fair to them they did roll it out as a beta which is a great idea you could go into an option page turn on the use uh, beta function it would give you the new look and feel on the game page however that time has gone and now the new look on the game page is the default option and there's no way of going back to the old view now this is particularly jarring because the forums and the rest of the website are still using the old design so it keeps jumping between the new and the old design so that's one strike against this uh, option the other strike against the option was the fact that the new look and feel is very pretty yes but totally non-functional all that useful information that used to be there at your fingertips is now buried under click options uh, assuming it is there because some options seem to have disappeared as well this is not good the other big foobar is that they've removed the option to customize it that's not good another strike against it is in what looks like all the game information they've inserted a big space for adverts which I don't see because I got ad block but uh, when I went onto the website on my mobile it looks like the advert is part of the information for the game don't like that so these things have upset me now I could probably get used to it it's a new look and feel however what really upset me was as part of the beta test they asked for feedback they got feedback saying we don't like the new look and feel and why don't you do this why don't you do that to which the answer was pretty much thanks for your feedback we don't care now I'm sure it's not quite as stark as that but that's how it felt I for example said I really don't like this new look it's very Facebooky I'm not a fan of the look of Facebook in fact I try and avoid using Facebook as much as possible if you make this website look like Facebook I will not be using it to which not directed at me personally as I say a lot of people were saying sort of this to which it was well the look and feel is happening that's not the feedback we are looking for well I'm sorry Obi-Wan Kenobi I'm not interested in supporting your website if you ask me for feedback and when I give you feedback you basically say that wasn't the feedback I was looking for why are you asking me for feedback now I can still use the website I don't need an account to use the website so that's the position I've taken now you might say well you're being a bit of a parasite well yeah I probably am however I have supported that website for I guess in excess of seven years and by supporting I mean I have sent the money that is the option to sort of subscribe to the website so you might be saying well where are you gonna go Rob for all the useful information if you're gonna minimize your use of board game geek well obviously occasionally I will go to board game geek but there's the miniatures page there's beasts of war there's YouTube there's various news feeds there's the manufacturers own websites themselves so I don't feel I have to have board game geek now it might be in a couple of years I calm down a bit and get myself a new account well yeah I've lost all my geek lists I've lost all the files I uploaded I've lost all my pictures I've uploaded so what I really feel quite aggrieved by the fact that for a community built website 
when the community were engaged for feedback, the community was told, we don't like that feedback, give us different feedback. That is not a two-way process. And that is why I deleted my account. Thank you.